0: Lauren Horsch, obviously the reason that I'm calling you is because we had this incident in Asheville that came to light because of body footage that was released to the Asheville Citizen Times, and that's not the proper channel of how body cam footage gets released legally in North Carolina, so I wanted to give our listeners a chance to understand what the new law for body cam footage is and and how it works, and you've written about that, so takes us back to October 2016 and House Bill 972. And tell us a little bit about that law.
1: Yeah. So that law essentially laid out a whole new protocol for how this footage would be released, because before there was no protocol. So what happens now is the footage, in most cases, is considered personnel. Uh, So that means you can't release it. It's not public record. But if someone petitions a court, so you have to file paperwork with a superior court judge in whatever county you're in. For example, in Asheville, you'd be in Buncombe County. So you'd file something with Buncombe County. And from there the judge would then determine, you know, what is the reason should we release this footage? You know, what is it for the greater good? You know, why would the public need to know about this? In a lot of cases it does get released, but that is just, you know, it's a it's a hurdle a lot of people have to get over because before you didn't have to go through the court system. But people who wrote this bill, um, Representative John Faircloth, a Republican from Guilford County, he really saw the judges and the courts as a third party, neutral kind of overseer who could decide, you know, what is the best course of action for this video to be released.
0: So before that, there was no state law. And so it was kind of up to individual districts how they handle that?
1: Yeah, it was up to, it was up to like individual police departments or county sheriffs, that sort of thing. I know as a former police reporter myself, it was very unlikely that I was ever going to be able to get body camera footage because it is, you know, a lot of people don't know how to classify it. Some of it was public record before. Some of it was considered an investigation record. Otherwise, it was a personnel record. So there was no clear way for people to get the body camera footage to begin with.
0: The timing of that bill was so interesting because it was passed before the Keith Lamont Scott shooting the law was probably passed in response to all the shootings that were happening around the country, but the Keith Lamont Scott mm-hmm. incident, they did release footage, but the law had not yet taken effect, so the police were able to just release it because of the mm-hmm. public outcry?
1: Yeah, it happened, I want to say, like a week, maybe two weeks before this law went into effect in October 2016. So in that case, the chief of police in Charlotte Mecklenburg did decide, you know, this is, I'm going to release this for the public, and he wouldn't have had to go through the court. But had it happened a week or two later, he would have had to go through the court. you would have had to see the police chief get up and discuss, you know, this is why we need to release the footage. And maybe the judge would have ruled in his favor. Maybe he wouldn't have. But that was, you know, it was a special case that it, I don't want to say the word lucky, but it happened at just the right moment where it allowed the chief of police to do that.
0: Okay. And now... In your story, you report that John Faircloth, the bill sponsor, is very happy with how the bill has been implemented, and also the Sheriff's Association likes it, but the ACLU maybe doesn't like the law, and you talked about our specific case here in Asheville as an example of how maybe the law doesn't work as well as it was intended.
1: Yeah, talking with the North Carolina ACLU, they've, they've been against this law for quite some time. They've spoken out against it since its inception. But really, they're not advocating for all footage to be released, but they really are thinking about these use-of-force cases, So, like the one down there in Asheville. There should be a mechanism to release that footage so the public knows about those use-of-force cases, because had this not been leaked to the Asheville Citizen Times, we would not know about this. And there is that huge question mark there, because uh, how many other police departments have had use-of-force incidents that we don't know about because of this law. So I think the ACLU said that this was like a really good example of why this law is too restrictive because there are, you know, all these issues of, you know, are police using too much force? This is just a good example of a bill preventing the public from knowing what is going on in their police departments.
0: Do you think that there's any appetite in Raleigh for taking another look at this bill? I know I know they're looking at tweaks to it, but that they don't really involve the release of the footage in the way that it's done.
1: Yeah, so far there has been no new appetite for changing the law to allow for release of use of force videos. Like I said, uh, Representative Faircloth is looking at it and making some minor tweaks about how access could be granted to citizen police review boards so they would have to avoid going to the court system just to do their job, but again, you know, they're not looking at the overarching picture of, can we release more footage, and when.
0: I see. and Of course, you're reporting there in Raleigh. Are you, and other people, are you guys hearing much about the Asheville case? Are people talking about it there?
1: I think they are. I mean, even just today, Senator Terry Van Dyne, she brought it up in a emergency management meeting we had here at the state legislature because we were talking about, you know, firearms in schools and whether or not we should allow teachers to have firearms. And, you know, she was just, and I'm paraphrasing, so she was just talking about how, you know, she had recently taken a de-escalation course with one of the law enforcement agencies down in your area. And, you know, she's still worried about de-escalation and ways to prevent um, use of force incidences, especially considering what just happened in Asheville. So it is being talked about here in Raleigh, at the state government level. So, I mean, from my perspective, I've been reading a lot about it ever since the Asheville Citizen Times broke it. And I think a lot of people are talking about it. You know, the lawmakers here are very happy with this body camera bill, but I think a lot of people in the public are not happy because they see it as a restriction of what they get to know. And I think taxpayers, they're paying the salaries of a lot of these police members, and they also want answers, and they want to make sure that The people policing them are acting, you know, above board. So I I think those are valid criticisms from taxpayers, but I don't know if we'll see any changes anytime soon.
0: I see. All right. Well, Lauren Horsch, thank you so much for talking to me. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me on, Jeremy.